Welcome to this episode of Control-Alt-Revolt. I'm Nick Cole. I am Single White Medusa, and uh, we will look up the number, and we'll labor it, label it as such. Labor it. We will labor... <laughs> labor it. We will, we will labor to label. Exactly. Um, so, what is on your mind this crazy day, this crazy ultra-hot day? It feels like it's going to be a crazy weekend, like it's going to be hot crazy. We've already had like a couple of little crazy people incidents and it's like yesterday was a hot day in orange county um today feels like i don't know it feels a little hotter i i have a feeling it will continue to get hot by um you know monday mm-hmm. and then i think by wednesday you know if you can survive until wednesday but it do seem that the powers that be are wanting to use the heat and the insanity to you've got to come to the conclusion you know joe biden's out there saying um you're going to need an F-15. Your, your guns aren't enough. And I'm like, well, I can walk you through a few scenarios where your F-15 doesn't defeat guns. Um, but I thought this dude, uh, I'm going to heal the nation. <laughs> Donald Trump is a divider. It's like you have said you have done nothing but call everybody on the other side fascists bigots, white supremacists, every name that you guys are really guilty Your of. DOJ has uh, literally labeled us all as terrorists, right? Yeah. Like, um, let me see. Uh, have I seen any crosses burning? Actually, I did see, I think, a cross the other day burning. That, what was that on? <laughs> that I was, remember it was a joke. It what was, was a joke. It? it was on Crowder. Yeah. And they were making fun of something, and then like, and then they put like a burning cross in it, just because someone was calling. It was like a movie, and they were calling it racist. Right. So they just added a burning <laughs> cross in there, just to show how ridiculous the entire mess is. Yeah. Um. I, no, I don't see people being racist. I I see people beginning to get honest about things, and people. Um, but I don't say, I mean, I, I think there's an innate racism, but most of the vitriol and hatred that I hear was just watching the Crowder thing about, um, uh, the drag queen show. And like the, the weirdest thing was the, the protesters on the left, like nothing but hate people on the right, not even near that level of hate. There was some passion not even near that level of hate. One guy's out there praying for people, wanting to engage in people, tells this little, you know, chub fay boy, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to pray for you. And it enrages the guy. He's like, don't pray for me. I don't need your prayers. I'm good. God. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he said he something said, like, I, I don't, I, I, I don't. He, said, he rejected God in some way and then said, the book of James is my favorite book and I'm good with God. This and was it's my like, favorite part. Pick a lane, jump he boy. Said, I'm good with God. I'm good with Jesus. And then he couldn't remember the third one. So he's like, and I'm good with the holy man. The That's holy man. <laughs> the holy man. But this was... Um, holy spirit? Yeah. This was specifically a quote-unquote family-friendly drag show yeah. that they, like, a lot of Stephen Crowder's people went yeah. undercover at. I think it was in Roanoke, Texas. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah, so... But there's this old guy out there, gray hair, just praying for people. He says he's going to pray for this cat. And the cat proceeds to lay into him and accuse his wife of 60 years of infidelity and just all these, like, just weird... Fan- I've had that before. I've had confrontations with people. And 
it's amazing with the left how like mean spirited it immediately gets. Yeah. Like you can't just have like, and it's almost like they're trained never to have like some sort of reasoned, measured. Hey, what's your idea? Well, here's my idea. Here's something to think about. Um, it instantly goes to this sort of like, you're awful, and I, I think what I am noticing is you're awful, and therefore. You know, anything that's done to you or used against you is right because you're just – and if you look at the rhetoric on, on all the late-night shows and the things that they see, say, you know, like stuff we've talked about here before. But it is it is this sort of like dehumanization. And then, you know, Crowder again makes a really excellent point. Ray goes out there and says, oh, Antifa is just an ideology. And I'm seeing some dudes kitted up. I'm guessing there's some airsoft going on, but – the cops said, nope, the rep weapons were real because someone asked in the video. And I'm just going to go ahead and advance. I think that the guys who were playing Antifa Operator were mostly probably incel little boys. But I am going to stand by my foreign mercenary thing or, you know, just contractor thing. My guess is there's at least three to four contractors in that group um, doing a hardening, stiffening effect. Uh, because they were running operations, they weren't. They weren't just LARPing. They were running operations. They, they were being. They had some command and control going on. They had some signal and intelligence. They knew the mission. They knew the situation. They knew how to execute it. All those are paragraphs in a five-paragraph operations order, which you have been taught in primary leadership courses in the military, or you pay your company paid a lot of money to uh, some colonel to come out and teach it to you. And he just repackaged it and stole it from the military and taught it to you in a different way. So I would say that um, I would I would stay frosty this weekend. I just we just even on our way to get some nice coffee today. We had some sort of tranny biker try to like play Eric Estrada on us. <laughs> and you know, first off, you don't even know Eric Estrada like I know Eric Estrada. <laughs> I was I was chips old school. Oh yeah. You don't even know You know what lesbian tranny biker Trying to chip me With your pink hair Your pink hair You don't even know who Randy was I don't even know who Randy was either Randy was the hot blonde Cop who supported chips She was okay You don't even know who Grossman is Grossman was the Grossman was the comic relief Oh, okay. His wife ended up dying of cancer, and he ended oh. up doing a one-man show that was pretty powerful back in the day. Wow. And, uh, like, you really saw him going from fat, funny actor to, like, this really intense um, thing. Wow. Uh, Chris Pine, who you all love in Star Trek, Captain of Chips, is his dad. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, Sergeant that's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. So now come along and chips me, and I, I can chips you one more, Tranny Biker. One of my ex-girlfriends used to date Eric Estrada, or her mom did back in the day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. Oh, really? Can you say the name no, of the girl? Oh, probably okay. shouldn't. Yeah, All right. Who knows? <laughs> I'll tell you. Behind. Okay. Tell me off the record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. So you know. So I just that and like I just said. You know what? I'm just gonna make a turn here, and you. You go chip somebody, I mean, literally driving a hog in traffic, looking at me, weaving, and you're like, dude, you're going to cream into somebody. Yeah. I uh, are are your pronouns dude ever. or bro? Because you, you look. 
Yeah. You look, even though you're trying to wear a little spaghetti string top. You you look. You look. <laughs> the arms, the biceps were a little muscly. For Tran man, I know. Like if I didn't have such great biceps, I'd be jelly. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, you think his biceps were better? You think no, 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 her I'm biceps were better than mine? Because it looked somewhat like a girl, but first I commented yeah, and I was no. like, wow, that's really aggressive for a yeah. girl. And then you're like, it's probably not a girl, it's probably that's a tranny. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. And then I looked at the arms and they weren't like your biceps, but yeah. I'm saying like for a girl, no they were rather, rather bicep-y for a girl. I don't even call my biceps biceps. I call them the pythons. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I'm approaching Carl Weathers level levels of biceps. <laughs> no, I'm not, but a dream, a dream. That's how racist I am. I want Carl Weathers biceps. <laughs> That's positive racism. It's good. Yeah, exactly. I'm jelly of Carl Weathers biceps. So you've got to stay frosty, and you've got to steer away, and it's just it's so weird. Um, I think August did start off weird. It, it got a little quiet for some reason. It wasn't as weird as I thought it was gonna get. But this last week with Biden coming out and saying, yeah, your guns are not enough. You're going to need an F-15. Okay, let me <laughs> let me shoot down your F-15 for you, okay? Okay. Um, so there's 720 million guns, I think, in the United States. Right. You know, minimum. Those are the ones that are reported that didn't fall in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your F-15, I think it carries about 3,000 rounds for the for the machine gun, the gun on board. And it can go through that in about 20 seconds. Really? Yeah. That many rounds? Just, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Fighters aren't what people think they are. That is crazy. You know, they, they get a couple of bursts and they get a RTB, return to base. Whoa. They do carry a nice bunch of missiles and everything like that. So let's walk through that scenario. You you have a, a guy that you have trained to be a pilot in Colorado Springs. He's Captain America. Loves America, and you and and you you don't like these people in Huntington Beach, because they're and so you order him to go drop a bomb on them or make a gun run. Does anyone think that's actually going to happen? No, I mean I was just thinking about it. Like, even if they really really wanted to, like first off, doing that on your own people already is like what? But then the second off, you know you're going to get some of you know, the non-MAGA people, you're going to get some lefties in there. So then you're really going to get, quote unquote, some of your own people. Well, the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to, you guys have identified the guy, the the weirdo, the Adam Kinzinger, who will do that. You know that guy. And he's going to be the first one to do it. And that is so not going to play in Peoria. That is going to galvanize everybody. Anyways, that F-15 after shooting everybody up, it's got to go back to base. It's got to land on the ground with us. You ever see the movie Aliens? You, Joe Biden, and your F-15s, you're the you're the crew of the Nostromo. You're the Colonial Marines, and those 720 million people—they're suddenly the aliens. And so that F-15 comes in, and the pilot gets out, and he goes and sits in his little Air Force recliner, and he has a quiche and gets a massage and everything like that, while they give him some new bombs to go out and do it. Meanwhile, you got some hillbillies, and these guys are shooters. And he goes out to taxi, and they don't—they don't try to hit the cockpit. Most most of the guys that I know that are shooters can do it. And runways are highly insecure. You know, screw your dagger people, and all your good dagger people, which defend air for, air bases and everything like that. Uh, I think you got rid of them, and now you have the woke mob who's trying to form a union. 
But let's just say none of that happens, and let's say you got to do these sort of like tactical airfields close for close support. So you, you set down in the countryside, you commandeer a road, you saw down some trees and some light poles, and you're putting down there, and you got everybody out there, and you know, this, you know, guys that I know, people that I know, they creep around in the woods and stuff like that, and the F-15 is, you know, pilot comes out from his recliner and his quiche and his massage and you know, his uh, de detox aromatherapy for the flight room, and he climbs in the jet, you know, and Adam Kinzinger gives you the maverick thing and blah, 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 salute, blah, 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 and he begins to taxi, and you don't shoot then, no, you don't shoot then at all, especially if you have a really good firing position on the runway, which is, you really want it sort of left of center, dead on, and not that I know anything, um, and then, and then you kind of wait, and if you know anything about aviation, you wait for that F-15 to get up to what's called uh, takeoff speed just before. It's the terminal amount of speed that the airplane must take off now. It cannot, the runway is too short for him to back off the throttle and to stay on the ground. And you, you'll know that moment happens when the front wheel just begins to rise off the emergency runway you guys have out there where you are America with a K-ing, okay? And then you just don't even have to be a really good shot. You just put a whole bunch of bullets into the. You could if you had a 50, if you had a 50, or you had a saw, which is actually legal in California. Really? Or you just had an AR and you were close enough, or whatever. You just had a bunch of goofy bastards out there shooting. Um, one of those twin turbofan jets is going to ingest a bullet, and that's it. That's it. It's over. That guy is going to go spinning off the top of the the, the runway. Um, because he can no longer get the airplane back on the ground, and he no longer has enough engine power to climb. So the aircraft, because of its continued forward momentum, will actually become airborne for about 10 seconds. And then it'll go off into the woods and the field, and that pilot will die full of fuel and munitions. He will die badly. He will burn to death. And if he's the guy that dropped bombs on Huntington Beach or whatever, good. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, Joe, there's a there's a plan that you can do it with guns. I could think of some others. I'm super creative. You, <laughs> you sure are. That was... Uh, and I'm not even... I'm not even... Uh, I'll call him... I don't know. What does he want to be called this week? I, I like to call him Cerebro. Like Cerebrus, but bro. Uh. <laughs> Cerebro. Um, that guy's super creative. I bet he could think up some things. Oh, I don't know who that is. Is that someone? Uh, I won't say his name. I'll oh. Say, but he listens. Okay. He's a listener. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that name. I talk to him a lot. Oh, okay. You know who it is. Okay. But uh, he uh, he could he could out, way outdo me, and I know other people too. So I think Joe's idea of uh, and the last time I checked, uh, our air force was badly maintained. Wasn't that what I heard all during the GWAT? And the pilots weren't getting any training, and there weren't a lot of munitions. The last I heard, all the munitions needed to go save the Ukrainian Avengers and Cocaine Zelensky, Cocaine Hawkeye. That's what I heard, right? Right. So how are you guys going to do all that? You know, how are you guys going to kill your own people? Because that's what Joe is saying there. Yeah. Instead of talking, instead of stopping the name calling, instead of just getting along and accepting different points of view and doing the right thing and realizing you can't win all the time, that government is a series of compromise, um... You really want to order some scumbag like Adam Kinzinger, and he'll willingly do it. He'll willingly do it. That kind of guy. Um, to kill your own people. 
And you don't think that those people, what, you think they're just going to run and hide and run to your FEMA camps and say, I'm sorry? I think, I think that they're at a boiling point of rage. Because I know I am. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm still like looking for ways to be like, nope. I'd like to find another way. I'd like to be calm and everything like that. But but if they did that, that would be an overt yeah. act of war. I mean, they're already doing acts of yeah. war, but they're kind of like not so overt. That would be full on overt, yeah. and you could now fight back with, you know. But do you know how much it took in my plan to take out an F-15? <laughs> you thought of it in like a second. No, I mean, but like financially. It, it took like, I mean, like, even if we add up like... Like people that I know that have seven thousand dollar long range guns, that guy could do it. Right. Easy. Um, but just you know, the average person who spends like mm, two grand total on all their weapon and cool tactical gear stuff, and a ammo's a little expensive, you know, and everything like that. And so six or seven guys go out there and just begin to target practice on that F-15 as it reaches takeoff speed. Um, all in at best, like if you like if like. If we give a guy a $7,000 gun, it's a $30,000 mission. But it's probably more about a $1,000, $10,000 mission for all of those guys who, who don't require a lot of rearming or reloading, can just go out and do that. Um, your F-15, I think I think that's at 22 23 maybe $35 million. Whoa. Plus your pilot. And you don't have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. So what happens after the F-15s all run out of munitions that you've killed your own people with? And then your own people decided to take out those traitorous scumbags. Then what? They're still sitting on... I mean, I know people that, like, their munition stockpiles would make you blush. You know? And they still have all their guns. And they're still invisible in the framework. And they're not in your control grid. And now they have good cause. Like I said, no one should attack the government. Until the government attacks them. And then whatever you want to do is totally permissible because the contract has been violated. This is not about the legitimate use of power by a government to maintain law and order. That We've crossed that line. This The government is now using law and order to wage war on anybody that it doesn't like. And yeah, it seems to be some, some, some goofy clown characters up there from Trump on down. But it's you. Every time, those people will tell you every time, it's you that they're doing it to and they're going to do it. And like, you know, go over there to Colorado and look at Excel, who's sort of a power company or something like that. They reached into everybody's thermostats who was dumb enough to put a smart meter on there. And right in the middle of a heat wave, this crazy heat, it's almost like they're trying to make people crazy. As they say this stuff this weekend. I think wasn't Biden supposed to give a wacky speech? Um, also, heads up, Buttigieg is trying to wipe out the airline industry. So if you're if you're in the airline industry, you're about to lose your job. Um, that's a big green thing. So wasn't Biden supposed to give like a big dark dark winter speech about how bad we all are? Right. So instead of stopping this and doing your job and and paving the roads and collecting the taxes and paying for the common defense. You want to continue to wage war on your own people. You don't have enough shit to do it. I don't know why you don't have any generals telling you that. Because I can tell it to you just looking at everything. You don't you don't have 720 million of anything. You know, you might have it in rounds, but that's not enough. 
and I can I, I I would imagine that the general populace has more than the actual military in munitions. The military might buy a bunch of munitions and blah blah blah. Well, good luck getting to it. Plus you know, when they start smoking your tankers and your drivers and your and your supply convoys on the way to your little super secret, you you don't uh, you don't even own the cities which are lawless. You used to own the cities. You've lost control of the cities. You don't own the hinterland. The that 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 beautiful interstate that was um, put in place to to for war, um, you don't own that. That's those are vast stretches of massive kill zones for a population that you've begun to bomb to hijack your truckers, take your shit, and then spike those guys to trees to teach you a lesson. Because you know what? If you support this government, the moment that it wages war on these people. You support this government and you do those things, you're scum. You're total scum. Be you cop, be you soldier boy, be you coasty, be you marine, be you whatever. You do that, you aren't. You're not an American. You're a target. You're dead. True. No, I'm totally... Don't do it. Don't, Don't support a tyrannical government against your own people. Don't do it. Walk away. The money isn't worth it. Even if you win... Even if you, and here's, let me tell you what you have to do to win. You have to murder every American. You have to murder your way clear of all of your fellow citizens to win. And the win for you, if you do that, and you have to, once you start doing it, once you support a government that wages war on its own people, you have to murder everybody. Look at history because you leave any survivors, they're coming for you in the middle of the night and they'll cut your throat and they'll stuff your parts in it. So... Just to be clear, you support this government the moment that it does those things. Be you any of those things that I've named. You're not anymore. You're not. You didn't. You, you failed to fulfill the oath of office. You're not any of those things anymore. You're just a paid mercenary working for tyrants, and you're dead. You either kill everybody or you're dead. It's, I'm not. It's not a threat. It's nothing. It's a survey of history. I'm telling you exactly what the two choices you have: kill everybody or you will be killed badly. Exactly. Plus on how many munitions the government or the military has, like, haven't they just given a ton of what they had to the Ukraine? Obviously they have a lot still, but I mean, like, they gave a bunch to the Ukraine too. Cocaine Hawkeye, man. That guy guy needed it all. And it's like, where is the Ukraine? The Ukrainian flags now I see around are so sad. I know. They're so tattered and beat by the sun. And, you know, like, you know, some frowsy haired husk lib is out there. Like, in this house... We believe in science and love and Zelensky. And it's like, oh, it's so over. Mm-hmm. It's so shockingly bad. And I sometimes wonder if that's the hostility. Like, people who act like that, like if you look at other situations, people in bad marriages or working for bad companies or whatever, it's it's a betrayal of trust, you know, when someone gets that dark and that, you know, just angry and but you still got to do it you still got to show up to the office and do what these assholes tell you to do Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna make everybody pay and it's like i would just say to that person like you don't have to fight for a tribe stop the tribe thing you just be you and maybe maybe it's time to take a look at people like the most murderous couple in the entire history of humanity bill and hillary clinton or look at what a phony what an elitist phony obama was or look at joe like a reporter says to him he goes 
Um, what did you mean by that semi-fascist comment? And Joe, and I do think, sometimes I think Joe's at, dementia is an act. Mm. Clear as a whistle, he looks at me and goes, you know. Like, mm. and, and that's that's the look that you get. Like, that is the Joe, like, if you've been paying attention to politics for 30 years, that is the Joe Biden that everybody knew was there. He is the perpetual asshole insider bully. So he's not as dumb. He's not as dumb. I, 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 wonder, I, I wonder if he, I don't know, maybe he has good days and bad days. But that guy is a piece of work. He is a piece of work. And he's he's got to go all the way. There's no coming back from it. There's no reasoning with this government. That's why they're doing things like saying, oh, you're all semi-fascist. Oh, hey, we've got F-15s. I'm just like, okay, maybe you should scare the hell out of us. Um, here's Here's what you could do. Get those F-15 pilots in the air and have them, have them, you know, fly over us like we're a herd of cattle, and watch us scatter. See, just like do it as a test run. Show us, scare the hell out of us, and see what the response is. And that you haven't even fired a round. You haven't even dropped a bomb. Or better yet, why don't you get all the pilots together, or maybe all the F-15 pilots in the Air Force should do a survey on Twitter. You can do it if you're if you're a pilot if you're an Air Force guy, and say, hey, who's willing to uh, who's willing to drop bombs on fellow Americans because Joe wants us to. I gotta think that y- you'd be surprised. As in not I, a lot. Yeah, no, I I I I, 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 most of the Air Force guys I know are great guys. Right, exactly. Yeah, great guys. I, I doubt that they would do that. Exactly. But that's that's Joe up. Joe is the kind of guy that has been surrounded his entire life by a bodyguard force. And he goes around to public venues talking a lot of smack and shit. He used to when he was a little more agile. He'd lean in on people and like try to bully people and you know want to do push-ups. And well, it's easy to bully people when you have a bunch of security guards so that no one can ever throw a punch at your face. Right. You can just say shit and bully people and act like the big man because you have all these hyper-trained dude dudes to constantly protect you. Joe acts like a guy who's always like, "Hey guys, let's get him." Yeah. You know, like that's that's Joe's idea of a fight. But my feeling is that if all the F-15 pilots would just get together and say, you know what, we're going to let you know that we're not bombing any Americans, mm-hmm. not our job. Where's that? I mean, maybe maybe the Air Force is going to do it. Maybe maybe all the F-15 guys are assholes. I don't, I don't actually know any F-15 guys. Yeah, it's hard to say, but I really do doubt it. I'm sure there would be a few, but... I don't know. Not that But many. it's time to get upset over these little like things that he never gets called out on. None of them ever get called out, called out on. It's breaking today, everything like that. How much he read Biden ran a censorship board, a weekly censorship board with all of the social media companies for the past 2 years. Wow. They I mean like how much of this are we going to take? How much are we going to take where the FBI can go in to that little fucking weenie, Mark Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry, mom. I just fucking hate that guy. And he's like, oh yeah, sure, we'll totally censor this val, this totally val. I mean, like everybody's seen some of the pictures from the laptop. It's disgusting. Right. Oh, this might be Russian disinformation, so we were told to censor it. Sorry, folks, Wally, Wally World is closed. That is literally Mark Zuckerberg. He's literally John Candy in vacation. Sorry, folks, Wally World is closed. We had to censor the laptop. Right. Like, you fucking goofball. 
exactly. That 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 you stole our vote, you stole our election, you stole our right to information. Why are we not? I don't know, but more incensed. It's becoming normalized. You're just like, well, that's what the government does. They lie. Well, you know what? If you ever had a bully in your life or abusive person or whatever, they do that shit until you pop them in the face. And then they go, oh, I better not do that anymore. Like literally or emotionally, you have to let people know that they cannot do those things. You have to stop them because they're not going to stop on their own. The, the, the abuser, the domestic abuser, um, and someone uh, liked what I said last week. We're we're in a we're, we need we need to break up with government and file a restraining order. I agree. Right. If this is if you're gonna abuse us like this, because I've never seen like an abuser or a serial adulterer or a cheater or anybody like that ever just go. You know what? I'm sorry. I was wrong. I nobody caught me. I was stealing from the company. Um, I've decided to turn my ways around. No, it's always somebody finally stands up to that person. You know, get out of my life. I don't need you anymore. I don't need, you know, and then, oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I'll change all that. That's what I've seen my entire life. Right. They never change of their own volition. So what makes anybody think that this government's going to stop saying insane, ludicrous shit like F-15s? Right. But the thing with Zuckerberg, too, like, you know, if it was reverse and some laptop was there that was Don Jr.'s and there was equally bad stuff, which sure. wouldn't be the case because he's not a kind of guy like Hunter is. But let's just say, oh, you guys would have been all over that. Even if you were told it might be disinformation, oh, you guys would have we know not it. censored that. We know you would have pushed it. We know it. And, and all of this, I think, in a lot of ways, the trans stuff, the drag queens, this whole F-15 civil war shit, it's all a distraction because we're pretty much screwed. I, w- I, I was trying to run people's numbers and, and figure things out. Like, what is, like, just for everybody listening to the podcast, what is what is your food cost right now? Is it, approaching, is it approaching 60%? Yeah, percentage of your income, what is it? Because of that whole thing of, like, when it reaches for a society... Is it 60%? That's the highest. I think sometimes people say 50% or whatever, but um, that's when they revolt, is when it reaches that much of a percentage of their income is their food cost, then they revolt. But I was looking at, like, sort of, like, what people... Like, I was trying to say, like, I I think the average person probably earns 1000 a week. Maybe that's a a rough guess. And then, like, I even went in church. I was like, what's the average grocery bill? They're like 200. And then I was like... With the Medusa and I, when we used to sort of make, you know, weekly money doing Hollywood stuff, we would spend about two fifty to get through the week on groceries. But that was a few years ago. So I said, well, family of four, you know, maybe maybe three fifty. I know people who go to fi- Costco, like, you know, the Costco thing is probably like a five hundred dollar for the month, you know. But okay, let's just say like, you know, uh, family of four, you're spending two fifty to three hundred a week in groceries i would think 300 i mean it kind of might depend on where you live but um i don't know that's it's kind of tough for that many people yeah to keep it yeah much less than that i mean that's i mean but i think that's where we're at right now i think they're they're i don't think i'm just kind of seeing i'm seeing the fast food restaurants swollen at lunch and that usually means bad times so you you say okay um and you can't say you know 
four family of four two salaries because most couples will tell you one person's salary goes to the kids as in daycare and stuff like that so you're still down to that thousand a week you know you probably haven't paid your taxes um you got to pay your utilities i don't know if anybody's looked at their electricity bill but that's nuts at least in california (laughs) it sure is exactly yeah so my feeling is that we're getting close to that 60 percent I think I've heard it's 40% or 60%, but between 40 and 60% is when the population can't take it anymore. Right. And then you add the energy costs, you know, they can't they can't afford energy even if they could turn it on in some places. And then we're going into the winter, you know, and then you have Pete Buttigieg out there saying uh basically putting more onerous restrictions on airlines so the airlines just like my dad, you know, ran an airline and everything like that. And he said, you know, no one makes any money in the airline business. I don't even know what he would say now because it does. It seems impossible to make any money in the airline business. But I think that's their big plan because they don't need the airline business anymore because they don't want you to travel right. because they have private jets and they would prefer it that way. So that's kind of what seems to be going on. And that's this week. That was my just mini rant for the masses. Um for the subscribers, right? No, that we the subscribe the subscriber podcast was earlier. Oh, this week. okay, okay. This is this is for everybody. If you'd like to hear even nuttier stuff, please subscribe to the podcast um, and support it, and that allows us to keep doing it and doing the things that we're doing it. Um, tomorrow we will be releasing the Tolkien Project Chapter Five. Um, we're going to work on renaming the chapters so that your uh, podcast apps don't organize them all in one way. What was your thoughts about this week's chapter? Oh, it's awesome. I know, like, everyone's going to really love it because it was, like, a battle, like a battle scene. I mean, would you call it a battle if it's, like, one against many? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's still, still a, a battle. Fight. Right? A fight, yeah. It's a fight. So it was really good. It was tense. It was it was some good action. Good. All right. So that'll, that'll be available tomorrow for non-subscribers as a chapter that you could read. And for podcast subscribers, that will be a um, chapter that you can listen to. Also, um, I'm going, you know, I'm getting, I always consider September the first of the year. Um, so I think tomorrow is sep- September 1st. Where's today? Today is, today is September 1st. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm cleaning out uh, sort of like my back excess inventory and things that I can get rid of and stuff like that. I have um, some sets of The Old Man in the Wasteland, which is three books. Um I'll be if you if you want those I put a link in there you can send me the money I put the prices in the message for PayPal I have some Savage Wars Voodoo Voodoo Company uh, Voodoo Warfare that um, I can still sell Wait, Strange Company right? Strange Company Strange Company Voodoo Warfare sorry they're all blending together um, I do have some copies of the End of the World as we knew it and uh, I got to give one away to this girl who makes my juice but. Uh, she's nice and she makes me juice. So, so, uh, that I have those. So I have the prices there on the thing. If you want to just send them my, my PayPal and just put in the notes, which ones you want, cover the price, make sure your address is in there and we will ship those immediately. That would be very appreciative. There's one last book in there that maybe a lot of you don't have, and it's not really my usual stuff, but the people who edit me and even Jason Ansbach said, this is like the best thing you've ever written. It's a Hollywood novel. It's dark comedy. It's a little different. Maybe people listening to it. It's called Fight the Rooster. Um, it never really took off. It was the first novel I ever wrote. Um, I didn't publish it until later. Never really took off. 
but it is a like people would read it. So this is a great novel. This is fun. Yeah. But it just it just it's not it's not my algorithmic you know when the Amazon tries to sell me it it sells me as a space marine author or sometimes a post apocalyptic author. But uh, it's not a, it just never took off. But if you'd like it as a collector's edition or just to read it or whatever, um, please please pick them all up. Clean me out so I can order more books. I'm going to order some Control-Alt-Revolts. I can order some more Weirds. Um, I can order some more Strange Company, the originals. But I've got to sell this to make room. I'm not like Jason. I can't just take over the garage. <laughs> I got a cabinet. I got to move this. I, we got to move this inventory, folks. So if you can if you can jump on and buy some books, and that would be great. Thank you so much just for showing up and listening. If that's all you do, I think we've had a pretty fun day. I hope you're enjoying it. If you're the FBI, screw you and the horse you rode in on. That's the podcast.